0: I should say, this is our, we've done Octothorpe Live before, but when we've done Octothorpe Live before, you've all been on Zoom. How many of you have been to one of our Zoom Octothorpe Lives? Yay! Yeah, yeah, cheers, yeah? Cheer if you haven't. But, Yay! but we've not actually, I was under the impression that I was going to have to plug into a soundboard. You so were under I brought impression. with me a fistful of dongles, and now I have nowhere to plug any of them
1: Hello everyone and welcome to the very 45th episode of Octothor.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm John Coxon.
2: I'm Alison Scott. And I am definitely not Liz Batty.
1: Who are you and why are you not Liz Batty?
2: I am a secret intruder who was invited to this podcast because we are here at Novicon. And I am Marguerite Smith, uh, wearer of many hats and doer of too many things. And which we'll be talking about on the
0: podcast. And why is Liz Batty not here?
1: Because she is rubbish.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So did you go to Google and do the how long does
1: it take to get from Bangkok to Buxton by public transport? The thing is, the train, the the main problem is the train from Stockport to Buxton, which I understand. (laughs) I could get to Stockport, but that last leg, I'm out. But no, Liz is indeed not here. Because she's Um, in Bangkok. Because she's in Bangkok. But Pete Young is here. Yeah, no,
0: yeah. I'm no, just no, saying.
1: No, no, no. But yes, and
0: there's a Thai restaurant. They don't have teleporters in them. <laughs> have you asked?
1: True, I haven't oh, no, asked. No,
0: no. The do... Thai restaurant's run by a Mr. Ben.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes, so we're going to talk about things. We're not going to do letters of comment now, but we're going to solicit live letters of comment at the end when you've all got things to comment on, such as, what was that, you idiots? So, yes, Marguerite, now yes. you are the vice chair of DISCON 3, and you are also bidding D- Dublin and Glasgow. Are you involved in Dublin in 2019? 2029, 20, sorry? All of you, above. Excellent. Yes. So, we're going to talk to you about all of that.
0: So, so we're actually staging an intervention here.
2: I, <laughs> I did wonder about that. Uh, you know, people, people do say friends don't let friends run WorldComs, and I wondered what that said about me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's a good question. It's a very good question. Yeah, so. um, but first we're gonna talk about NovaCon.
0: We're talking about in-person conventions, they're fun,
1: aren't they? Yes, they are. We're quite we're having quite a good time. Is anyone else having a good time? Yes. Isn't it lovely to be out of the house? Yay! Claire's just like nah. <laughs> 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 um, Isn't it nice
0: to be in the bar with actual people doing bar things?
1: Yes, Yay. like three people enjoyed that. Everyone else is like, no, we're here for the program.
0: <laughs> yeah, our program items significantly better in person. I don't know that. I don't know the answer to that.
2: So, I I think some can be. I think I think a lot will come down to the person themselves. You know, oh. this this is my, my professional hat as a consultant. It depends, you see. Um, but a there are certain differences. And I know some people who absolutely adore online programming because it gives them access that they wouldn't otherwise have. or And that includes not just um, accessibility items, but access to people that they wouldn't otherwise get to hear from or to talk to. That is is just inherently more difficult when you are in person. Uh, but there is something about being in the same space as other people. And, and particularly for this, as a, as a performer, if you like, having... The energy flow back from the audience in the room is very different from the online experience, even though they both happen. And I think there is some of that as well.
1: I mean, I've got I've got two rele- relevant anecdotes from this very weekend. Uh, no, well, two from this weekend and one from previous weekend. So this weekend. A pro is I was on a program item yesterday, and um, a spike bought me a pint of porter, and that hasn't happened at any of the online conventions I've been to, uh, so that's been great. A punctuation we did, no, no, and I was about to say, Esther bought me several beers of punctuation, but that Esther. was because we put it in the scavenger hunt because we're dicks, and when How I say we, know? I mean me. The I my heart. there was a thing in the
0: scavenger hunt of punctuation where we would like buy things for the committee, and John, it was John's idea, and I was like. Oh, no, you should that. Alison was all like, getting... that's very
1: improper. And I was like, but I have cake. Uh... I kept... And
0: I, I indeed also kept getting cake through the post. I mean, OK, so I just want a show of hands. How many people in the audience have said publicly that when this is all over, they'd really like to buy me a pint of beer for all the good I've done for family? <laughs> right, would one of you like to go to the bar and get me a pint of porter? Thank you very
1: much. <laughs>
0: I, oh, I to es- get my knitting as well. That's okay.
1: We've driven, we're now an audience member down because we made to go get them a beer. I don't, I, I don't know whether that is that good podcasting. Time will tell. I don't really mind because I'm going to get a portal. That's yeah. fair. The other thing is, I went to the Christopher Priest panel item, and I'm sure it would have been very good had it had subtitles and, and, and I could yeah, hear so, it. Uh, and that was a definite negative to not and, on I'm, Zoom because I, I just sat there thinking, one
0: of he's my... saying something. One of my online regular acquaintances very much prefers online program because, as he says, you can start it halfway through and then speed up through the boring bits. (laughs) And the other thing you can do at an online program is leave in a way that turns out to be really embarrassing.
1: For anyone who is wondering how to skip through the boring bits of this episode of Octothorpe, if you skip to about the 40 or 45 minute mark, that's when people from the audience will start shouting at us.
0: Yeah. Now, have you seen the fine apparel that Ange is wearing today? Oh, Um, yes. Ange is going to model now. We might need this chapter art, darling.
1: Yes. All right. Ange, pose, please. (laughs) Helena is also posing. <laughs> I am also wearing apparel, but I'm hiding it beneath okay. the jumper. But I am cosplaying my podcast oh,
2: you with my
1: purple jeans and purple T-shirt. Nice. We should
2: probably have some sort of pass-off. Oh.
0: Ange is modelling our fetching Jesus T-shirt. Yes. From an original swear by Liz Batty. Yes. Yeah. But we,
1: so when we were talking about Discord at one point... It was pointed out on the podcast that the wah-wah
0: sounded a bit like
1: a sad trombo.
0: Wah-wah-wah.
1: Wah-wah-wah-wah-wah. And so I I commissioned a piece of art from Alison, which is a, a kind of like marching band logo or like patch.
0: It's a patch. It's like a fur... No... Oh, no, it's the Worldcon Fire Service. No, the Worldcon Fire yes. Service is the patch. So and I also the... did Wah 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 yeah. with the satron trombone. I've done but, a lot um, of art for you. So we have I some, some Worldcon well merch art. also. Un- unofficial. So, considering, and yes. 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 considering that this podcast is entirely audio, I seem to have made an awful lot of art for it. <laughs> That's my
1: fault, and I don't apologise. Yeah, um, That's the story of my life. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, Novacon. And also, there are people here who do not usually come to Novacon.
0: There are a lot, there are quite a lot of people at this convention who, because when they said last night, who's, who was here at their first Novicon, there were a lot. Um, yes. Is, is anyone, anyone in the audience at their first Novicon? No. No one. No, okay. No. <laughs> I guess...
1: Oh, Spike.
0: Yeah, I thought Spike
1: was. Fair enough. But this is Bill Burns's first, um, oh. first Novicon, for instance.
0: <laughs> what have you enjoyed most about Novicon?
2: Hmm. I think that... Uh, To be honest, one of the things that I have enjoyed is is simply walking around and seeing everybody talking to each other, because that is something that is very difficult to do with the technology that we currently have. I am still extremely socially awkward. I won't necessarily go up and join in, but, you know, knowing that people are having a good time is part of why I do car running. So it's a good thing to see even when I'm not running this one. I've run into people in hallways. I like running into people in hallways.
0: I haven't done that for a while. Because okay. I have seen people, but I don't it's always been people that have made a particular appointment to go and see. I think that habit of just going somewhere and running into a load of people you know but you wouldn't necessarily
2: have yeah. they're not yeah. appointment I, people. I will say, you know, one of the things that I've noticed here in particular, is an increase in the number of people who, who see my name. And finally, I can tell, associate the name with the face. They're like, oh, I've seen you around. I know. I have an anecdote from this convention. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm, I'm okay <laughs> to tell this, con- this anecdote, which is on a Friday night.
2: You've heard this anecdote, haven't you? <laughs> oh, I like oh, that you're God. hiding your face already, even though this is audio.
0: On Friday night, I was in a restaurant, and I saw a number of people... Um, Eating dinner together, and I went up to one of them and said, because I knew that she was being asked out this, hello Marguerite, at which point everyone fell over because it was in fact Meg, Meg and, and and then they explained to me that Meg and Marguerite, neither of whom I knew at all well before the pandemic, to be fair. I mean, I, I had met them both, but not in a kind of, you know, they were bare you were both bare acquaintances. And I had met them both, but I had not met them in a way that associated their kind of three-dimensional actual human beingness. I kind of had a notion of these are nice women with long hair who who are doing stuff on the Worldcon and are a bit vaguely Celtic. And I, I, I,
2: just in case any of you have not met Meg, she is tall and thin and very graceful, and I had none of those things. So when when Alison told me this, I also fell about the place laughing yeah, because, because it's like, oh, yes, please, keep convi- you know confusing me. Yeah, what that. you need that's to do is get Sue soft.
0: Mason to draw you. Anyway, I'll finish the, the end of that because at the following day, I was happened to be by the Glasgow table and Meg and Marguerite were both there. So they did a kind of comparative thing. This is Meg. <laughs> this is Marguerite. I mean, that's sort yes, of yes, yes. a horrible way, but, you know, you, you different okay, people. Are,
2: those are appropriate gestures, yes. I think, for the two of us. <laughs> Sorry. This is Meg. This, this is, is Marguerite. This is one of those things
1: <laughs> that will not translate to the radio, but yes.
2: <laughs> that will be actually, uh, not chapter art, but you'll find a gift. <laughs> so, so, a gift. so, 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 so,
0: Meg is very tall and shapely, and Margarita is very shapely. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Thank you. Oh, I've also got to be a beer, listeners. Type, type hope. Uh, yes, please. Esther is. Um, Esther, well, this is very thank
0: you good.
1: Alison oh, now has three it. different <laughs> drinks in front of her,
0: and only two hands. Um, oh, balanced diet.
1: So. <laughs> So moving, I was so, going to say swiftly on, but moving slowly on with a digression into uh, a punchline, is this your first Novacon, or how many
2: Novocons have you been to before? It is actually not my first novicon, but I have not been to many. I think I've only been to one other. Um, it would have been 2018, I think, uh, up in Nottingham. Certainly, you know, I was there representing Dublin 2019, as it was, um, and... Did not then make it in 2019 before the world changed. So, so, how
0: many people, when they asked how many Novicons you'd been to yesterday, could not in fact remember?
1: That's more than half the room listening. <laughs>
0: everyone? Because very fortunately, they kind of went to more than 10, and then they went to 50, and that made it quite yeah.
1: good. That's how you do good stats. Yeah. What, equal bin sizes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, isn't,
2: isn't that a counting system, one, two, many, many, lots? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: really yeah. yeah, I have definitely been to lots of Novacons. So have you been to one, two, few, many, or lots of Novacons? Many. Nova.
1: I think I've been to four. I think this is my fourth. I don't make it anywhere near as often as I make it to Eastcon. but um, but yeah, oh, I wanted to make it. So I had another uh, anecdote about um, program at conventions, which was that when... Alison and Spike and Tom and everyone else nods off in programme. You can take <laughs> selfies of yourself with them, and it's very funny. And you can't really do that on Zoom, and it's a shame. So shall we talk about World Cups?
0: Oh, yeah, no, because we have... I, I see those eyes on me already.
1: Marguerite Mar- Mar-
0: Mar- <laughs> was working for Nicholas White on the Hugo team. I was. At, uh, you know, you were like, deputy division head for... Cool. for Discon, and then you resigned from that role. I did. And then just recently, like a couple of months ago,
2: so start of September, well, yeah,
0: you you became one of the vice chairs. Correct. You're the first ever mm-hmm. Irish vice chair of a Baltimore WorldCon. Is that? Right?
2: I, I think that's a safe <laughs> assumption. Sorry, yes.
0: so that was a, for people who didn't know <laughs> the Discon, which has. I, I I don't mean to diss your
2: con. <laughs> that was too well planned yes oh. we
1: <laughs> you you sometimes tell me off for doing puns but that one was
0: that was planned it was there I but i don't it. want to your on but it has had a bit of a an ability to not always say the perfectly right thing correct so yeah. so what showed what what convinced you to take on this because friends it's very reasonable. When so friends saw. might let friends run a con with, say, Esther or Nicholas. But friends really should have stopped you from going, yeah, no, I'm going to step up and do the Discord thing. So what, what, what
2: made the difference? For me, a lot of the difference, and, and uh, since Nicholas is here, he can verify some of this, part of why the entire Wispus team resigned. It was not just exactly. me refusing to not work me, from but, Nicholas yeah. anymore. <laughs> well, that's uh, the personal decisions was a point of principle. And and we thought it was very important to say we were not willing to build that particular World Cup. Well, there were other changes that happened after that, including a new chair. And from what I saw, that was much more the World Cup that I thought I was going to be. I
0: I am seeing internal correspondence from the new chair. And it's it's really very encouraging. And it, it has been Yeah, I think Mary Robinette seems to be doing a really fine job. And so you thought, well, I go back then.
2: I did. I did. I thought, you know, here is my chance to make some of those changes that I want to try to bring in. I mean, it it's not even like turning one of the giant ships. It's more like trying to turn the iceberg itself. It just takes so much effort and sometimes still doesn't work. But this was a good chance to continue trying. And the more that we can all continue trying, the more likely it is to actually
1: actually have That's fair enough. We've, we've, we've very much taken the option of um, not trying and just complaining about it on the radio instead. Um, which, <laughs> which
2: makes a difference, because usually it's social media. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we usually,
1: you know, we usually make sure we argue. Like, this we, is, don't, we a, present both sides. I we hope. often
0: present both sides. I mean, I think, usually because so the two of us disagree be, and we have to. I think Discon's been quite a troubled world con. Even by the stand. I mean, all, obviously all world cons have a load of crap going on behind the scenes it doesn't necessarily it kind of there's always a load of things and then every so often something bubbles up and there's a little flurry and then it goes away again but just seems to have had a fairly continuous thing of it and it's it's kind of coming together now you've got how many weeks to go we
2: have i'm sorry i should i (laughs) i
1: that was for the listeners that was four and a half
2: i i do actually have a pile of sticky notes at, at home, and the only thing it is is a countdown of how many days and I pull one off every day, Incredible. so that I, I keep. Shouldn't back. you be liking marking X's on a calendar? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, what a superstitious style. Yeah, what or maybe it?
2: a gold star for every day we make it through. Yes, oh, that's a really good idea.
1: Yeah. So you said, like, you went, kind of um, decided to go on board the, the disc on ship because there were things that you thought you could achieve. So what was the kind of what was the kind of thing you were like hoping to do?
2: So. Uh, Some of the things that I was hoping to do were coming out of previous world Cons, which, you know, hands up, I have worked on those as well. It's not somebody else's problem. But I know there was quite a strong reaction to, for example, the Hugo ceremony last year. And people felt that the finalists were not getting the recognition they deserved, uh, in part because traditions have changed. You know, uh, I, I know that, George R. R. Martin, who was the Toastmaster last year and who designed that ceremony, those were the things that he enjoyed as a young writer. He liked the anticipation. He liked that, you know, sense of not knowing and drawing it out. And boy, it was cruel, but then wasn't it fantastic when you found out? And that's just not really how it works anymore. You know, things have changed and that wasn't recognized. So by being able to come back and say, these finalists are our sort of celebrities in a way. Uh, you know, everyone who is there is there on equal footing, but we as a body have decided to honor these people. We should honor these people. Being able to come back in and say, yes, there will be, you know, a party. There will be pictures. There will be space for everyone to bring a plus one. We will just make sure that this kind of stuff happens was important to me. Some of the other aspects that I was hoping then to change... Or at least to be involved in along the way were things like making sure that it's a DC WorldCon. I won't say that any old asshole can run a WorldCon because that's not entirely true. Uh, it takes a very particular type. There is a difference as an attendee and as somebody who's worked on them between this was a fun WorldCon and holy shit, that was, you know, this location's WorldCon. You know, I know it was one of, spe- so do, you have any, of certain... do you have any connection with DC? Uh,
0: no. No, no. So, what have you done to immerse yourself in kind of DC culture to, to try and get that sense of the local? Because I, I could do an anecdote, which is that we did the newsletter for Dublin, <clears throat> and none of us are Irish. Um, what? Not no, no, no. Irish. Not Irish. Got a lot of, quite Scottish. I, I'm vaguely Celtic. Hey, there you go. <laughs> but we did. So we did quite a lot of things that we thought, as English people, would make it more Irish. Bearing in mind James's injunction that we would not put any leprechauns in it, we did put yes. a leprechaun in the spoof, but yeah, that's okay. Then. Um, but but we also had an Irish sensitivity reader. Yes, who was uh, he was Dermot. Uh, he was lovely. But, but, you know, so we, we did this kind of Irish sensitive to just, but we also thought, what would you like, what do we like about Irish culture as the Irish represent it? So we had a lot of folklore and we had the drop capitals and things like that. So we did quite a lot of stuff that was designed to make the newsletter super Irish, despite the fact that we are super not Irish. And I think it, it was fine, mm. I think.
2: Yeah, definitely. Well, so. And so we're doing, we are doing similar things, but the biggest thing that we're doing is bringing people from DC in to tell those stories. Yeah. We've, we've made sure to have DC based writers. Uh, you know, write the script for our Hugo ceremony. And actually, we, we've we done a slightly different thing in that we have, for lack of a better term, a writer's room, uh, which, you know, has actually been, been announced. And we're having them write all of our major ceremonies so that we can get some of those references throughout the weekend repeated. You know, it's not just, here's the opening ceremony, and here's the Hugo ceremony, and here's the closing ceremony, and here's the masquerade, and here's this, that, and the other... So where we can, we're trying to bring that all in one piece. But it's also, and Mary Robinette said this very flatteringly when she was, was asking me to join, was her job as chair is to find the smarter people and let them go do their thing. And I think that's very much true of how do you bring that location sense as well? You, you find the people whose location it is and let them go. You build a stage for them. To, do their, to do their
1: thing, yeah. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of so sense. So do
0: you think that prior to you getting involved, there was a strong sense of D.C. place
2: in Discworld I did not get that from the original workings that I had. There were certainly D.C. aspects to it, um, and, and some of those will become more obvious you know, as things are announced, but there wasn't that real sense of this could only happen in D.C., where I think some of the stuff we're doing now could only happen in DC.
0: <clears throat> and I think
2: that's, that's the difference.
0: So, and I, I think one of the things I've liked about the World Cup, Co- well, that the, the World Cups Co- that particularly stick in my mind. I've been to 10 Worldcons, and uh, the best of them have really had that sense of place that could not have been anywhere else.
1: Yeah. For example, Reno, when I left a can of Mountain Dew in Chris Garcia's car, and when I got back, it was too hot to touch. That was a very <laughs> Reno experience. I remember that. And there was also, like, programme, I
0: think. I, I, I've, I've, friends don't let their friends drink American Mountain Dew. Because look at him,
1: honestly. So you're also involved in Glasgow.
0: <laughs>
1: so can I just check, are you doing any world cons between Discon
0: and Glasgow? Uh,
2: technically, no. so i i was part of uh the executive team for shycon eight which is coming up next year Uh, but helen montgomery and i who she is the chair she and i had agreed ahead of time that coming into 2022 because that is the year of the vote for glasgow i would be withdrawing from shycon i don't think (laughs) anybody's So yes, I, I, and again, I don't think anybody would have raised any objections, but I just wanted to remove any yes. possibility of that. So yeah, uh, I sped that up a bit when I took on the DC. Yeah, well, kind of went. I kind of said, "Hello, uh, let,
0: out. let me out, let yeah. me out, let me out." Yeah,
1: that, I think is reasonable. So what is it you're doing for Glasgow? <laughs> I was, I was wondering, I was wondering whether. Yeah, it
0: was. sorry, can I just check something? It's Friday. It's five o'clock. It's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: so what what is it you're doing for Glasgow
2: I, I am the chair of vice for Glasgow or the vice chair excellent uh, do you just okay. have one do you have like a
0: Latinx co-vice chair not for Glasgow <laughs> not for Glasgow <laughs> do you have like a, a,
2: a Scots Gaelic
0: co-vice chair uh
2: no or not I yet I thought you
0: meant did Suddenly, you have just uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> looking at each other
0: what They're they're going, oh, "Oh, hey, there's an idea. I think you should get Helena on side because she's like, she could bring in the the Glasgow element. You know, when we were talking about getting the authentic Glasgow voice, because we were saying in the bar last night about what the authentic Glasgow voice is like. (coughs) See you, Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) No, you, me, man, stop that. She's not Glasgow,
2: she's his full (laughs) bra. I think you can accept this as prime content. Yeah, yeah. So which
1: which voices are you the chair of?
2: Uh, everything that Esther does not wish to handle. Excellent. Indeed, indeed. Actually, Alison might have seen me do this at PicoCon in 2020, just ah. before everything broke down. My job is actually to protect the chair. By going like this. Excellent. And, and, so and what, taking happened? Our bullets what happened at
0: 2020 at PicoCon? Oh, there
2: people was a were just being obnoxious.
1: Oh.
0: Because what I did, because I, I, I have an anecdote about Peacockers.
1: Yes, but we have told it on the podcast before. Have So I? you can't audit it. Yeah, oh, you have. Oh, shit. Okay. Sorry.
2: <laughs> oh, there's a limit.
1: Well, Alison workshops her jokes. Oh, I see. And... Um, <coughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so friends don't let their friends workshop their jokes at the bar. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> Hashtag hey, wiki. this never happens before.: Oh, yeah, we yeah, can, yeah, um We can have the crossover now. Um, yeah, even She <laughs> got here, yeah. So, so Lake, The so late how-
0: Christina Lake.
1: <laughs> yes, fair enough. <laughs> She's late. She's late. So what, how long have you
2: been involved with Glasgow? Oh, goodness. Well, it's, yeah, just about five years. <laughs> days, days. Oh, days. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, this is a very recent uh, acquisition of mine, this title. Uh, goodness, I suppose... You and I spoke about this particular position 2019, so two, yeah. two years at this okay. um, And has it been fun so far? Yeah, okay. pretty much. It is, it is, and I say this with all love to my, my Irish con-running compatriots, uh, the, certainly the most frighteningly competent been Okay, so, so
0: what I see, because I have, I have a very, very tiny role in Glasgow, which I do mention occasionally on the podcast. I have an interest in my role in Glasgow, so mm-hmm. to get all the old thoughts to come along. And I that mean, seems to be going pretty well. Yeah, the so. people are pretty positive. Well, it's gonna be a fantastic convention. Very purple. purple it is.
1: Yes, but it's that's a slightly cool. different shade to thought.
0: Yeah, though if I do use some print on demand t-shirts while you're in a dry spell, then they're gonna be that colour. So you know, if that's how it works. You'll cope. How did you know I was limited edition? <laughs> I think that's I was drinking I was drinking with your wife at
1: the bar so yes, so what is so what is kind of so you have a year now until the vote the, the vote. At, at Tricon, are you confident you're going to win, or do you think there's going to be a write-in and they're just going to?
2: Yeah, I, I I everybody's like looking at Esther now. As 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 representative, I'm protecting my chair. <laughs> Actually, it's like, uh...
0: Listeners, audio description. At this point, Marguerite contorted herself in
2: interesting ways. (laughs) That is probably the bendiest I've been all weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag wiki face. (laughs) Um, I will never say... 100% 100% confidence until the vote is complete, just because so many things can happen. However, no, I don't expect a write-in vote at this yeah. stage. I believe that for the most part, write-in votes, they're like sharks; they sense weakness. Uh, and we haven't shown any. Or or maybe just real...
0: So we could maybe find the weak spot. Or oh, we could be nice. <laughs> <laughs> we,
2: um...
0: You haven't shown any weakness, so what's happened with this year's write-in vote was clearly that there was a sense of people not wanting to go to Chengdu and thinking wholly accurately that Memphis might not quite have got its sugar together.
2: <laughs> we are a family-friendly podcast. Yeah, I probably yes. should have checked that before swearing all through it. No, we have... no, no, um, no. Mean...
1: We, we may be <clears throat> stopping beeping because John can't be asked. Okay. Yes. We're mostly family-friendly as long as um, you don't mind the word fuck.
2: <laughs> okay. As long as your children swear lifesavers.
1: Yes. And so, and so you're also involved with Dublin in 2029. 20, I am. Now, I have two
0: questions. I'm going to lead into that. I actually had a segue. Oh, you have a segue. So, ooh, speaking I... of Worldcon bids that are 100% not going to lose, I understand <laughs> that you have launched a bid for Dublin 2029. That's
2: excellent. I like that. Although I worry that you've jinxed us. No. So, how it works, right,
0: is that this allison's predictor this is my predictor is that i don't think because the Smoths like to think they organize the vote but actually there's a lot of like ordinary american fans who vote and my belief is that america they're kind of potty for the Irish, and, I, I, and, and fundamentally, you I, could be I like, we're no going we yeah. to hold it in a bog in a... As someone
1: experience. from as someone yeah. from Cambridgeshire, if yeah. you hold it in a bog, I will be there. <laughs> I, there has not been enough bog-based world cons. It's a terrible shame.
2: There, there are actually bog diving competitions. We could bring oh, some okay. of that in. Oh. They, they were circles, and we could just... Yeah, yeah
1: I bet yeah. you could get people to do that. I was going to ask two serious questions. First question. One of the strategies that has been employed by British and Irish bids over the last few years is announcing far enough in advance that it is unlikely that other bids will contest. Is that something you're hoping will happen again in 2029?
2: That is part of why we were announcing early. Yes, we want to make it clear that we are intending to run for 2029, being a nice... A crossroads year, since I—that's sort of how I'm thinking about it—and that Brian Nisbet and I bid for 2029 as the anniversary of 2019, but it's also the 10 years until the hundredth anniversary of the First World War. Okay, so, mm-hmm. so that was 1939. Oh. so 2039 will be a hundred years on. That's a perfect spot for lots of activity. For so you want
0: 2029. So we're going for 2020. right? My serious question is. So, if there were one complaint that anyone was to make about your the excellent previous Irish Worldcon in right. 2019, which I have told everyone I loved. I've been to ten Worldcons at that point, and that was my favourite by miles, uh, for reasons that maybe it had more to do with me personally. than I mean, it was a lovely, lovely con, but it was the first convention when none of my children were under 18. <laughs> <laughs> and so, my question was, if people had one complaint about the... Wocon. It would be that the CCD was absolutely stuffed full to the guns. And what are you going to do to get some more conference space?
2: So one of the things that we are already working on is planning to work with the NCI, which is the college that is in the buildings next door to the CCD, because they do, they do have quite a lot of suitable program space, uh, lecture halls, amphitheater-style seating, they also have a very large, well, a relatively large atrium that we can use for exhibits or displays or other activities. And the biggest thing that we're doing is planning that in from the start. I mean, when, when 2019 started, nobody ever expected it was going to be as big as it was. And the CCD holds, notionally, 5,500 people. Turns out that might not quite be true in the way that a WorldCom distributes people through the building. But, it, you know, I know from seeing past emails, from seeing past projections, people were saying we'd be lucky if we got three and a half thousand, four thousand people. They'd fit fine in the CCD. Yeah. So yeah. one of the things that we're doing now is obviously as World Cons as a whole get bigger, as we now have this experience of a convention within the CCD to say, OK, this is what worked. This is what didn't. How do we start trying to solve some of these problems? Do we start getting NCI space? Do we find other additional space nearby? Ireland and the UK in general do not have the US model of a giant convention center immediately attached to a hotel. You know, Glasgow is very lucky that we do have that. But it means that our world plans have to look slightly different. Most of the time, we will not be lucky enough to have everything within one contained building. Well, that means that we have to plan for what that means in terms of accessibility and size. You know, uh, I saw a comment shortly after Brian and I announced that was effectively that this person would not attend any Dublin convention unless we promised that we would cap membership in order to keep <coughs> numbers down. And it's not something I would we were missing, but exactly. You said about 2029 being a
1: crossroads. Mm. And I had always sort of assumed that at some point, someone would try and work out how to hold the Worldcon in New York again so that it could be in New York in 2039. Are you, are you expecting that to happen? Or are you expecting to be Dublin for 2039?
2: Well, I no. never say never. Very unlikely. It's not a no! It's not a no! 2039, uh, because I will be another 10 years older at that stage. I want to make sure that the possibility is open. I, I would love to see a New York anniversary of... The World Con, although there's always that debate about which was the actual first.
0: Where was the first
2: science fiction convention? Please, <laughs> yes. yes. but but Indian. even within <laughs> even within the U.S., there's a debate about was it New York, was it Philadelphia, was it? Yeah. But but the first official WorldCon was part of the WorldCon. Yeah, the, World the first WorldCon was definitely. Which one. is why it's the World yes. Convention. So so I think it might be a bit difficult to take it back
0: to New York. I'm sure people would
2: yes. love to. Yes, yes. I, I, it's not impossible. I think. It would take an awful lot of work from people who are extremely busy at the moment, or an influx of new people Mm -hmm. and a huge reduction in prices, unfortunately. yeah,
1: That's very fair. That was my other question. Excellent. We're now going to open for letters of comment. (laughs) Please submit your letters of comment through the medium of yelling from the audience. No,
0: raise, please raise your hand. Oh, right, yes. Are they allowed to make a letter of comment? Their letter of comment
1: doesn't have to finish with a... a Is it a question question No, no, no. Letter of question? How do you want to? Do we have any letters of comment? Sit your hands up if you do. If not, we'll do picks.
0: Do you have ask op thought questions? Don't Not all shout at once. They don't. Um I should warn you that if you say anything it might be recorded and used <laughs> in the podcast. Against <laughs> you yes. Oh yeah, no <laughs> in the
1: podcast. Just in the podcast. Oh, we can do pics while people ruminate.
0: Now oh, we could do our pics. Oh but we Nicholas. have a question oh, for me. Nicholas White
1: oh, <laughs> <laughs> It is I right. Oh we love saying
0: fing I'm gonna
1: have to be powerful.
0: You're gonna have to bleep will you bleep top? I promise,
1: right? Yes. right. What have you voted for in this year's Hugo Awards? Aha! That was going to be my pick. My pick was going to be, and I've written in show notes, I was going to pick voting in the Hugo Awards because I'm insufferably smug about having done all the reading. How well, many of the reading have you done, Alison? I, I read Helicopter Story. Right. And who organised the, years the of... Hugo voter packet, Alison? Caroline. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and... And so Caroline and I split it. "I, I, my primary Hugo reading is that I have put i have put 300 hours into Hugo reading for this year's Hugo Awards, and it was all Hades." Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you have you enjoyed the Hugo roster this year? Have you? Read- She's
0: vice chair of the world. <laughs> she hasn't read a book since. <laughs> Late September.
1: For the listeners, Marguerite is making a face, and uh, I will let you imagine the face.
2: Uh, I have enjoyed what I have partaken of, uh, but I am, you know, working on the WorldCon. So th- there are two things there: one, I am actually busy. Two, I am. Uh, well, did I say two things? There are several things <laughs> One too many, whatever So
0: she's not uh, going to actually say what her quick picks for Hugos are uh,
2: Probably not, other than Of course I will vote for all of my friends Because everybody knows that the Hugos a writ uh, Please don't take that out of context But I am not part of the Hugo subcommittee So before. could you
0: say that again So that John can get it on back <laughs> for future yes, use yes. Yeah, it, it might be quite useful
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well thank you very much <laughs> Uh, yes, I'm putting Spirit Spiritfarer above Hades. I'm sorry, Alice.
0: Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, because and, and Esther likes Spiritfarer also. Yeah, I very much, um, it. yeah, we'll probably have to have we, what we need to do is have a kind of post voting wash up yes. thing where we talk about yeah. all the stuff. That's the next episode. My pick for this week is, um, cool. is yeah. the Fanthology from Corfu and. Normally, when you say "anthology," it just has a single A. But in this case, it is a fanthology, which is pronounced exactly the same way, but has two A's, which is one of these things that's really difficult on a podcast. And it's, that's because it's not a fanthology of general fan writing. It's a fanthology of fan fiction. But it's not fan fiction in the sense of um, stories set in universes that are written by fans. It's, a sto- it's fan fiction in the sense of, of fan writing... With the fans as fictional characters, and it turned out because I didn't think I'd ever done any of this, but I started reading the excellent fanthology <laughs> that Sandra Bond has put together for Corflue. Um,
1: guest of honor and previous president of
0: guest FWA of honor,
1: New... Sandra
0: Bond. Oh, so for people who don't know, Corflue has the best award. There's been a lot of talk about honors recently, but the best honor in fandom, without a single doubt, is the is the award, is the past president of the fan writers of America. Okay, and the great thing about the past president of the fan writers of America is that there's never a president. They right. just elect, every year, we <laughs> elect a new past president, so they don't have any duties whatsoever. And the newest past president of Foix is Sandra Bond, who is in the audience tonight. She was also guest of honour at Corflu last week. Uh, the anthology is called Dangerous Visions, so that's with an extra A in it.
2: <laughs>
0: um... And the great thing about this is it turns out when I started reading it that it turns out that all the fan writing I've ever done is in fact fan fiction with an X-ray in it. And I've not realised because I lie. All... I don't lie. I just polished my jokes over many
2: months in the bar. <laughs> yes. so. so so, as a, a newbie to the fanthology, where could I get my hands on one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The spikes holding them
0: up. You can go onto um, amazon.co.uk and buy it there for, I don't know if it's eight How much is this on Amazon? It's probably also eight pounds. Some money. <laughs> Some money. But remember, when you're searching on Dangerous Visions, put in an extra A and put in edited by Sandra Bond. But it's great, fantastic.
1: There okay. would also be a link in the show notes. And there you will also be a the link <laughs> in the show notes.
2: Did you have a pick, Margaret? <laughs> I think my pick at the moment, there, I have two. One is a. Uh, New novel that somebody has let me pre read, Joseph Elliott Campbell, and uh, I'm enjoying it very much so far. But the other is the anthology that's available here at NomaCon because it is also absolutely fantastic. I haven't really been able to dig into it. I might have missed my flight on Friday and come in late, uh, so I came in yesterday morning, uh, but I've had a, a brief look and it looks. It's amazing, actually. It's
0: got yeah. some of the stories that were in chat books from the other 49 Novacons, but there's also new stories. New uh, stories. From authors. So it's, and it, there's some very exciting authors in the anthology, and I have no idea who any of them are. You know Carrie? Carrie no, Berry no, I know Carrie's a new, so Adrian a Tchaikovsky I feel like you know this. What? So on the new I one, think Ian what? Banks, that's it's one really of the stories. Because the Ian Banks chat book's worth some money, as I found to my um, benefit
1: on eBay some years ago. I have one of those, but I'm not selling it. I used to have four of them, you yeah. see. Because uh, be, yeah, it used to be that you couldn't, you, if yeah. you brought. No, children, it still is. Me and his family got one each. We were not asked. Yeah. But, you know, it's fine. Two of them, yeah. so, yeah. so yeah. that's great. Picks. Any other questions? Esther. Uh, Esther. <gasps> uh,
0: fan favourite, Badger the Cat, yes or no? <laughs>
1: Uh, yes. Definitely yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, In fact, we kind of, you know... We're unanimous. Lectures, yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, it almost goes without question. Badger is the best cat. Badger the that, Oh, no, a, a
0: John Coxon, original quote.
1: Badger is the best cat. I did say that. <laughs> he is perfect.
0: That's
1: an original awesome quote. Esther has (laughs) memorised all the things we've said, and she's telling us them and expecting us to respect that. And I, for one, don't do a podcast so that people can remember what I say.
0: So
1: so, so one of the things about podcasts that have
0: hundreds and hundreds of episodes is that the audience apparently (laughs) expect the people on the podcast to remember what they said. But if you're the sort of person who does 500 episodes of a podcast... You're not the sort of person who remembers what they've already said.
1: I would just note for any, for any listeners listening who are thinking, oh, I've missed uh, 456 <laughs> episodes of the door. Uh We have, in fact, only done 40. No, no, no. I'm just.
0: You know,
1: yeah, no. I, I know. carry I just... on. Listen, I'd
0: like to say that's what machine learning is for. That
2: have a <laughs> Does that have a question at the end? No, no. no. Is, is, that, what you, is? Yes, is that what machine learning is
1: for? Yes. It's very easy. You can. It's very easy to do comments as questions because you say, do you think, comment, Question mark, and it's I've learned. I can we another
0: comment to it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so come on, Can we have your letter of com- a letter of comment from yeah. big name fan and also podcaster, previous, Lillian Edwards, previous TAF winner,
1: Lillian Edwards?
0: <laughs> when are you gonna get your report? When are you gonna get your trip report out, ladies? <laughs> Maybe next
1: year. <laughs>
0: Sometimes shortly after I'm dead. <laughs> Anyway, where were you going yeah, Actually, it always ties in, because this is what my PhD students got all the time. You could build an avatar bot from Optithorpe in which it machine learns from all of your characteristic quirky jokes. Oh, for fuck's care. sake. Um, <laughs> you
2: know, it just does them like a Barbie talking dog. You know, yeah. You pull that string... Voice
0: go. So you're Imagine saying the cat is the best how, much, the how much how much ox would we have to put? Jesus? How, no no actually Marguerite <laughs> Oh yeah, sorry. Jesus. <laughs> that's, good. Oh, that's good. I like
1: that. Would you send so, that into
0: the microphone? <laughs> we should have put that microphone nearer
2: Marguerite yeah, probably. Because uh,
1: you that's know fine. you're gonna have some issues. I know it'll be normalized, it's fine.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Magic. Yeah.
1: So I did I did tell Mark and Claire that one day I want to feed all the banana wings into an AI to resurrect them after they're gone. Mm-hmm. And after I've gone, probably. And then what we can do is we can have Claire make all decisions about British fandom in her absence, because she's the only sensible. Claire
0: is giving you a Paddington some last sermon. Yes, it? but I think she's doing it with
1: love. <laughs> I hope. Either that or I'm going to get kick up the backside later, so you know, <laughs> we'll find out. Tune in next episode. Um, <laughs>
0: so, any other, any other comments, questions? We might start.
1: You like. said earlier you've told me like you can't you can't fast forward through the boring bits. Is that not what beer is
2: for? <laughs> oh, it's a good point. It's a good point.
1: Oh. And it was a question.
2: It was. Yeah, that's
1: very good. Sandra Bond. It was it a rhetorical question?
2: Surely, given the
0: state
1: of emptiness of the glasses in front of you, I think the purpose of the beer is to create the boring bits. Oh, 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 oh. That is what we refer to as Ooh. fighting talk. Sick. <laughs> was that a sick burn? I think we just got told. We did get told. Any more could...
0: comments, questions, thoughts? From Ms. Claire Browley of Croydon. <laughs> it's been a while since you've done a letter of comment on <laughs> thought. And therefore, Alison, I've taken your helpful hint from earlier and I would like to
1: ask what was that, you idiot? <laughs> um, that was the Octa podcast, and it's goodbye for me.
0: It's goodbye for me. me. Goodbye for me. Cover any of, if, you, if you if you've been affected by the. <laughs> you.
2: <laughs> you can buy merch at. Uh, but-
1: Thank, yeah. you yes. Thank you very much to Marguerite for being on the podcast. Yes.
0: Thank
1: you. Thank you. Keep really. It's quiet. not going to be worse. To it's be. not going to be worse than, like, it's not. This is not going to be, we'll be a It'll be fine. We're going to
0: go into Oxthought mode as soon as we start. Do we have a show? Where are our show Oxford notes? mode.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> are you up, Winky face. <laughs> <laughs> that is the Hello. talking yes. Hello. How are you? Well,
0: I'm awake. Hey! Are are
1: are aren't we doing this on Zoom? I, th- I seem to be doing this on Zoom. Allison thought we'd be doing it on Zoom, but uh, it sounds like a lot of effort, doesn't it? <laughs> anyway, I promised we'd yes. shout hi, Liz. Hi,
0: Liz. Hi, Liz. So, Hi Liz. Liz, you can't see this, but we're in the bar. We should do this. Welcome to Octothorpe, the podcast of getting pissed. Yes. And also Almond Max. Did you, bring in, did you get an Almond Max for this occasion, Liz? No,
1: because I had one yesterday. Wow. How was it? Tell us everything. It was good. Almondy. I was expecting more than three words.
0: Yeah, that's because she's only just... Have you had any
1: coffee, sweetheart? No. No, woke up. Have you had any
0: beer? Would
1: you like? We'll send you a coffee or some beer. Which would you rather? (coughs) If you were a a... If you were a hundred men at Eastercon, and Alison texted (laughs) you saying, "Are you up, Winky Face?" What would you do? A hundred
0: duck-sized men. (laughs) Let's be clear. I
1: think we've confused her back to sleep. so <laughs>
0: no no I'm texting men because I'm after a duck I'm supposed to be really quiet guys <laughs> <laughs> we're not supposed to be really quiet yeah, so oh, I know right so, so welcome we... to Octothor the lie. podcast of staying up too late and drunkenly
1: phoning yes, people from what... bars we- welcome John to the Copson. first <laughs> I'm Alison Scott <laughs> Liz you're Liz Batty <laughs> this is like Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is quite <laughs> this is where Liz goes jesus <laughs> so this is actually the first ever oxthorpe live at a convention with an audience and we're um, making we a real good go at it who
0: the audience are the audience are caroline claire mark and spike and also two very confused hotel staff and a rugby player
1: <laughs> yes that is the complete list. <laughs> it's a nice hotel. There's mushrooms for breakfast. Yeah, the hotel's pretty good. Mushrooms. We miss you. We'd love to
0: see you. Yeah. We're sad yeah. that you're not with us. Hello. You Hello. Hi. To just that, Hello, Liz. Hello, Liz. Hello, Liz. Hello, Liz. Hello, Liz. John said. No, don't touch to things on Zoom. Minutes. Shout my name a lot. Liz. And then you are going to affect. Oh, are we not, are we not supposed to be having, like, an actual recording? I thought we were going to record. John, promised me he had the technology all sorted out, which I think means he's recording WhatsApp somehow.
1: Yep, on yeah, my iPad. We are
0: using John's if iPad had, to record can WhatsApp. You,
1: can you take a photo of this very elaborate recording set yeah, for can the chat Can
0: you smile? Um, hang on, you're going to have to take a yes, it off It's not a smile, that's a grimace.
1: Oh, hello, I'm doing a grimace, Liz.
0: Grimace, surely.
1: That's not what Caroline said.
0: Just trying it to look I'm really sorry, Claire, <laughs> you're in this photo and you almost right, certainly so. did not
1: it. <laughs> Claire is ducking like it's World War Three, yeah. and she's in a shelter. <laughs> OK. Um, <laughs> you look like, like David Mitchell. We doing this kind of. Video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with that. If I look like David Mitchell... <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, no, he's married to Victoria Coran Mitchell and that's... Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you do I'm, it. I'm, yeah. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I mean, i do it, so, you know. Liz, <laughs> would you do Victoria Coran Mitchell? It's what she would have won. No, it's not my type what who's your type of the current what? taskmaster contestants who is your type good question oh interesting oh, I know Desiree British
0: British. British. oh Desiree,
1: yeah. fair enough yeah there is group consensus <laughs> i would have gone for alan davis but i think that says more about me than...
0: <laughs> it, it look really right just... he's
1: just got lots of very nice floppy hair and he's adorable so he, he'd be Desiree? very attentive Yes, and no. She would not be very attentive. She'd Alan be Davis more would be aggressive. A lot
0: more attentive. Yeah,
1: Alan, Alan would just Davis be lovely, had... and he'd give you woolly slippers when you went Alan to his Davis house. Alan Davis
0: has up with QI for sixteen years. I think he'd give you his
1: dressing
0: gown. So I am watching. Um... But he
1: wouldn't launder it. Oh, that was weird.
0: That whole dressing that <laughs> <whole> gown <laughs> thing was weird. So we miss Thanks. you. We are at a con- we are an actual, actual convention with real people. So, did we have show notes? So We do
1: not have show notes. Why would we? It's it's 2.15 in the morning and I've had so much beer. It's with the
0: people with
1: call a (laughs) reasonable (laughs) hour. I just don't. That's bad. (coughs) And that was... That
0: was Octosolp
1: Live in the Bar. Yes. And it's goodbye from me. It's
0: goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from a bunch of drunken fans. (laughs) Yay! And Liz... (laughs) No, I
1: think Caroline's, I think, was much better. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Bye. Bye. The theme music for this episode was Rattlestake Railroad by Brett van Donzel, used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 licence.
0: This podcast will end at the beep. Beep.